everybody, and welcome to Old Talk No Radio, episode number 13. This is the first episode of our new year, or the first episode of our second core, whichever you'd like to call it, uh, because we know you love and are hardcore listeners. Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode is dedicated to the 2012 OVA, Gyo, Tokyo Fish Attack. Uh, which is based off of Junji Ito's manga of the same name, minus the Tokyo Fish Attack. And it is uh, our choice of titles this month, because, of course, you are listening in October, and October is Horror Month. And what better horror thing to focus on than really bad CG mixed with every type of fish imaginable just crawling up on land with uh, like little metal legs and consuming people? To summarize Gyo Tokyo Fish Attack, it's fish with legs eating people, and then they they poke people, and then there's people that get really bloated, and they start farting out of their mouth and their butt, and they spin around in the air sometimes, uh, and it's sort of the apocalypse, because everyone ends up farting out of their butt and their mouth, and the end. Of course, there's a reason behind all of it, but does not matter? No, nah, not really. Nah. <laughs> no. And it's never qu- I mean they 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 give you some sort of reason but it's the most like cockamamie like whatever. We're just kind of making it up as we go, guys. Kind of kind of reason um but uh, you know, I guess we could save that as the one spoiler in like the 30 second spoiler section we'll have for this, this podcast this... because there's really not anything to, there's no meat to really like digest here except the rotting meat of fish as they're eating people. There's there's no need to really do spoilers for this, because there's nothing that can be spoiled here, beside the rotting flesh that is ultimately the engine fire for these mechanical legs. Uh, but before we get all into that, we do have a very special guest here because of the very nature of this horrible, horrible uh, OVA. He is none other than Vincenzo Avarello from All Geeks Considered. Please say hello, Mr. Vincenzo. Hello, Mr. Vincenzo. Well done. Well done. And thank you, Vinny, for being such a good sport and inflicting this this screen gym upon yourself yet another time. Yeah, I, I saw this in theaters the first time. I mean, so... Oh, dear God. I, I've made mistakes with this film multiple times now. <laughs> what keeps bringing you back? The first time it was shown at the New York Asian Film Festival. And so I was like, I would just try to see as many of the anime films that have there. And then this time... You guys just hey, do you want to be on the Gyo podcast? And I assume you're both snickering of like, yes, he's tormented us on his podcast. We'll bring him to our house now. <laughs> it's like you had our room bugged. <laughs> this is not retribution for the Harmageddon and I City podcast, I promise you. I think those were actually superior films to Gyo Tokyo Fish Attack, if we're being completely honest. Those both have redeeming qualities. This does not. The, this this is the first this is uh, this is really breaking new ground for old taku no radio because we we try every month to bring you you quality analysis on things we think are pretty good or at least interesting from our point of view this is really the first time where we're ever just like trick or treat guys oh by the way it's all trick. Tr- it's a trick <laughs> it's all trick here's a big stinky fish fart of a of a anime Oh, did we mention it's 3D CG in, like, the bad kind of way? 
because oh my god see here's where i'm gonna drop the bomb. oh my god guys i'm gonna say i actually like the 3d cg and here's where you Pod- podcast over guys go home <laughs> see ya good night everybody because <laughs> for for and hear me out on this because you please defend yourself <laughs> i'm gonna have to i know by all means i i don't i don't I don't mean it's glorious 3D CG or that it's, you know, what, like pleasurable to look at in the slightest. But I think the fact, and I say this of 3D CG a lot when it's implemented in anime, is that it, it implements an, an otherworldliness. And I think that's kind of welcome here with the, the at least the fish. When it's applied to the crowds, much less so, but at least regarding the fish and all the strange resulting creatures that sort of snowball out of this calamity. I like how odd things look, how out of place, how inhuman. And I think I think that works to the, the movie's favor. I don't think intentionally. I think they were trying to use the latest technology and it just wasn't working for them. But, you know, I think as an end effect, it actually comes out okay. I will agree with you to a point that Ufotable has a history and a track record of doing very nice CG effects in shows. Um, I remember, I think it was Tales of Zestria, the X show that they did not too long ago. Of course, based off the Tales game from uh, Namco Bandai. Had some really, it was a really nicely animated show, I thought, but it had some really nice... CG touches and embellishments that really made it look video gamey, but not overpoweringly kind of taking you out of the fact that you're watching uh, an anime. And you could see flashes of that, I think, in, even in Go, particularly when you had um, any, any moments where you had like masses of tiny fish like moving down the street, and it still kind of looked like they were swimming because of the way they moved in sort of this weird herky-jerky way, but when you have lots of them moving in that herky-jerky way uh, on their like spider-like legs, it, it, it kind of looks like they're swimming up a street, and that was a neat effect. Um, the, the shark crashing through the cabin trying to eat people was hilariously oh. bad, though. <laughs> it's, it, like, like, there's a couple of tiny little diamonds in this turd, but, but oh, God, it's, it's, ooh, it's, it's bad. It's, 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 it's very much a developmental work i hope for a lot of animators that have gone on to hopefully make better things and i don't know because i didn't recognize any names from this uh when i was going through the credits but uh, oh man Ooh. well that that shark climbing the staircase was as bad as you think it would be when you you, t- you pitch this to someone and say hey what if we have jaws but like on <laughs> land and like in a con like in, in <laughs> yeah like by fish farts yes <laughs> yes it's such a like uncan like well, it's just such an unbelievable situation that it's just funny. It, it I mean it, it's like I busted out laughing when I saw and I knew it was coming because it the the anime and the manga are not they're not a one to one mirror of each other. They the film takes elements and uh, set pieces of the manga and puts it into kind of its own plot but you knew they were keeping the shark in the cabin bit <laughs> like you knew that was gonna stay and uh oh boy it it looked about as goofy as one might expect your thoughts on that video on, on how the film i mean i think i agree with, i agree with jared that some of the crowds where you have a the, the room is full of fish and the street is full of fish 
it worked because you are dealing with these sort of robot-legged fish and you're going to have that's just an inherently unnatural piston-powered system that they kind of go through. But when you see a single creature moving around, it, it looks absolutely terrible. And it... This is a schlock piece. Like this, this should be treated as a trash film that was released for like $5 on a DVD by CPM with a really goofy dub and it would have been one of the most popular things that we talk about. I was so upset and disappointed that I did not get a dub of, of this on the disc that I bought from Right Stuff uh, and, and had put in the mail and sent to me to watch for this podcast. <laughs> I would kill. I would kill. Get the Kickstarter right now for a manga entertainment dub of this. God, that would be amazing. The license can't be that expensive. We can we can crowdfund this look, and do the dub ourselves. Sold. We will get Anna Twitter to make the dub for this. Although I will, I will say, like, because the there there's two main people at, at least in the beginning of this film. There's uh, the boyfriend and the girlfriend, which is a lie because that's the manga. In the the film, there's four main characters that started off. There's a girl and her three friends or two friends, mm-hmm. so, um, and one of them is the whiny person you want to see get it first. And unfortunately, she hangs around because in the manga, that's actually what happens. Is you know the, the whiny person hangs around the longest, and <laughs> yeah. that that squeal that she emits for the first twenty to thirty minutes of this movie. Uh, that was that was more horrible in the manga to me and better acted than the the uh, the, the person doing that in the film. Stylistically, too, for for talking about the manga, quick rundown of the manga. The manga basically it takes place in the same settings, uh, Okinawa and uh, Tokyo. But there's Kaori, the the girlfriend, and uh, the boyfriend uh, Tadashi, I think, and in the manga. Kaori pretty much in the first like four panels pretty much hits full crazy and and sort of stays full crazy throughout the entire work and and it's very much um if you've read any of uh, Junji Ito's other stuff like Uzumaki or you know I I presume Tomie because this this is this is the other Junji Ito thing I've I've experienced but he he's got a very atmospheric sense of horror a very suspenseful sense of horror it's 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 a lot more his, his drawings are like stunningly detailed and grotesque and it's it's a lot more sort of suspense driven than the movie by contrast where where the the boyfriend is the main character in the manga the girlfriend is sort of the main heroine in the in the anime and she's got like a guy with her who's like a tag along that she sort of meets on her journey but the Anime tends to be more of like a it, like they tried to make a Junji Ito work a grindhouse horror kind of thing, and that kind of falls apart pretty quickly. Starts off relatively strong, like with the comedic with oh, comedic timing with the horror timing, and that it has very much that that eighties horror horror movie kind of vibe to it at the beginning, but then it kind of quickly deviates off that, and and I and I wonder if that that deliberate directorial choice to change style you know I, I wonder if that really is why the movie is so bad <laughs> see you, you say it's like an 80s horror the feeling that I got in the beginning it was like a 50s teen beach film 
that goes awry, which, you know, a lot of those Teen Beach films do go awry. And then it's sort of, it can't hold that story because Mm -hmm. none of the set pieces from the manga work in that setting after a certain point. And it feels like they had this story and they just took the best set pieces. They took the shark attack, they took the weird fucking circus. Mm -hmm. They took the other, the the, the more modern fish monster, you know, base. Yeah. And they try to strung them together on a new story. I like that as a recipe for failure. It's it's the it's really literally taking the facade of it all, the, the the best facades, and then trying to make sense of that ambient horror that has been built, and then just sort of push everything into those facades, which are too shallow to hold them. I like the idea of it being a teen fifties beach film that went awry. I think I think that's a really neat way to think about it. Um, I guess like the character types, the archetypes we had from the characters in the initial setup kind of reminded me of one of those slasher films where like they one by one all get offed. But I like the idea of, of the teen beach film. I, I was also, I, I read the manga first just for context of what I'm about to say, but I was also really surprised that they kept the circus part because to me, that was like the most random part of the manga. I'm like, well, holy hell, there's a circus and it's creepy. Okay. <laughs> Why not, Juji Ito? You're the master. You do your thing. Because literally, by that point in the manga, it had snowballed so much in terms of the, this, uh, what this, what they call a virus, what this virus has assimilated. Like, there was literally nowhere else to go. So now, having, having this virus that's consumed sea life, and then that's consumed uh, cats and dogs and pets and animals up to humans, and then masses of humans, and where can you really go from there? And then you start assimilating humans into the virus's way of life mm-hmm. to survive. I kind of dug that, but like I was, I was as appalled as you. I was like, I had no idea that circus was coming, and I was actually really looking forward to seeing that in the anime. So I was like, okay, you're doing a really horrible job of everything else. Let's see how weird this CG circus is going to be. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. This the circus they play almost for straight. Like, it's it's, you know. Spoiler time, I guess, guys. Gird thy loins. But, you know, the the, the thing with the the main difference with the manga and the, and the anime, the the boyfriend in the anime ends up getting turned into one of the, the fish fart monster guys. And um, basically, when it when it gets to the point where humans are getting infected with this, this virus and they, they turn big blo- – they basically turn into, like, Shrek, except – they kind of fart out of their mouth and butt like this horrible green gas that contains the virus that spreads the plague, right? And then, like, there's these biomechanical contraptions that they don't explain really well in either the manga or the anime, like, that they're apparently something that evolved out of the sea, sort of like Godzilla, as a result of, of tests by the Japanese Imperial Army in the Second World War, and even as I'm saying those words, I realize how they probably don't make a hell of a lot of sense, but you just gotta bear with me. And and so, these these mechanical contraptions can like latch on to a creature, and then they basically, they have these hoses that come out, and they like plug themselves into the orifices that the creature has, and, and then they just pump this gas into the creature. And that's how the, the little spider leg things actually get their locomotion is from fish poo gas, guys. It's it's fish poo gas. So anyway, that's that whole diversion is to say that by the time they get to the circus, the, the main attraction is um, 
uh, the the heroine Kaori is that her name? I think it's Kaori. Yes. Kaori's uh, boyfriend Tadashi is being hauled out, and he's one of these fish poo gas monster things and they've like drug him out with whips and stuff and they're about to make him do like circus tricks and then he like all like freaks out and like runs away and stuff but like it, it was it was interesting how they kept that in the movie because I, I felt like by the latter part of the movie to, to Vinny's earlier point they really just didn't know what kind of movie they were making anymore and they were like well we just have to we have to hit the set pieces and then we we're, we're fine I don't know where I was going with any of that what I <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, you know, like the, the film is it's, it's appropriate follow. to the content, I guess. <laughs> Which is what I really found so bad about the film. Like the the manga, when you read it, it's this wonderful blend of horrific, not nightmare horrific, just horrific as in gore and weirdness uh, and comedy, because. As you mentioned, like there, these these biomechanical legs are powered by farts, and it literally builds up a gas from decaying tissue that feeds these legs and propels it, uh, using I guess what's left of the consciousness of the, the host. Yeah. Uh, but when you're done with that concept being that stupid, and you go for the the evolution of fish to larger fish uh, to like octopus and sharks and whales uh then you bring in the scientific explanation of this which is supposed to make this grounded and you say no no it's powered by farts and then the very next scene you see one of the smaller mammals walking across the screen farting or on an examination table farting (laughs) it's just like okay i realize this is for nine-year-olds because science (laughs) Yes. I, I would love to see the pitch for this manga of like, so guys, <laughs> next thing, fish fart monsters invade Earth. We'll run it! It really, it really does. That's another interesting point. Like, it really is kind of an alien invasion type, uh, type movie. Um, and it feels more like that than it does, say, like, a zombie flick. Uh, except for the very beginning. But like, you know, these are, these are like, dead corpse fish that you know over time they're rotting and decomposing and they eventually just burst from from the you know decay and you know they don't really go anywhere they don't really get into or explore the the tension of oh god i've been infected oh i only have so much time they kind of kind of gloss over that to focus on sort of the the strange invasion kind of vibe uh, alien invasion kind of vibe that the fish have. It's 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 odd that they chose to do it that way. Yeah. The manga plays with a little bit of the invade the zombie the zombification yeah. process and the infection process, but this the movie doesn't spend a lot of time on any idea really. No. It really just runs through it very. It, this is a short film. Like, I think we haven't mentioned this is only a hundred. This is only an hour and ten minutes. Only? <laughs> do you want more? <laughs> I mean, I, I want the extended version to show people and suffer more. Go to well, maybe, the quickening. Maybe twenty minutes more would make the film make more sense, or would fix moments that are missing. That's a good one. Go to go down under. It's it should be your go to anime. Oh. Hey. 
You know, they make sequels of just about everything nowadays. I wouldn't be surprised one day if we get a, a Gyo sequel once once Junji Ito has passed on to the netherworld <laughs> and can't, like, fight it with all his being. Because, you know, I gotta wonder, has anything else of his been made into a into a film or into an anime? There was one. I believe this is the only anime... I believe Uzumaki and Tomoe have been live-action films. Okay. I could see his stuff working pretty well that way. Which probably is worse, though. Like, I don't think this would work well as a live-action film. Because there would still be so much CG. Which would look worse interacting with people. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine the practical effects of the fish, like, <laughs> clack-clacking down the street? Or the sharks? See, practically, I'd be fine with it. That would just be that would be the right kind of goofy. It would be Sharknado. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, Sharknado. I, I guess we can't make too yeah. too much fun of Gyo because we have Sharknado. But we have Sharknado and Birdemic, so. Which I will, I will, I will argue the the laurels of Birdemic because it's an actual B movie versus Sharknado, which is made to be a B movie. So, like, if they made Gyo to be this way, this bad off the bat. Like okay, I can, I can pass this off. But no, this wasn't made to be that bad. This was trying to be good with its source material, and it just failed horribly. Yeah. Like even even as you were mentioning, they didn't really explore the the genesis behind the virus. At least in the manga, there's one or two lines about it being being linked to this alien consciousness or alien life, and it's like oh, okay, that's how the mind links to the gas or whatever. And, you know, it's passable as this one-off one explanation. And also in the circus, they mention that the gas has its, its true form is revealed by fire, and the guy does the fire-eating trick. You, you see that the, the gas itself is almost like these angry spirits swirling around everywhere, and, and, it, and it gives it sort of this metaphysical cast all of a sudden. But, you know, we already had this sort of, you know, botched biochemical weapon experiment gone awry explanation earlier in the film and in the manga and and both the the film and the manga they they both stick to this thing and and so you know you have these sort of competing narratives for like the origin of the evil thing and it doesn't really work that well i found the i found like the angry spirits one being a bit more compelling honestly because kind of made more sense for the I mean, there's a point in the the film, at least, where we see the the gas like forming hands trying to grab people in this one particular scene, and, and you don't see it do that again, uh, which is a bit weird. But you know, it does it does suggest that this is some sort of sentient, intelligent thing. Yeah, fish this fart. is a sentient, intelligent fish poo gas. So it's yeah, there we go. You you say that actually reminds me of the the Godzilla film Godzilla Mothra King Ghidra, Monsters Attack, where you sort of had you had Godzilla who you know because the first appearance he had been the nuclear creature and the second one he's sort of the the spirit of the war dead, so it's a similar almost a similar idea of a World War Two initial cause within sort of this metaphysical spiritual vengeance being. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting point. I'm not going to describe that much thought to them to either though. I really don't think that. I don't think the manga was intending that connection either, so I'm not going to put too much emphasis on it. 
that's why we're here to put our own emphasis on it. <laughs> In terms of Ito's other works that you guys are familiar with, and I, for me, it's just Uzumaki. Um, how do you feel this ranks? How do you feel this stacks up? This is my first Evo, so. It's my first only, first and only so far. So you're the only one with other uh, Ito experience. So Jared, amongst Ito's works, <laughs> where does this rank? All two that you? I've watched or experienced. Um, and, and, and for us all, will it compel you to read or watch more? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I've actually, I, I have been intending to read more of Ito's manga. Um, I, I think between, spe- you know, kind of talking strictly about the manga here, looking at Uzumaki versus Gyo, I think Uzumaki is a much stronger story overall. It's a much more suspenseful, much more, um, it's a much scarier story to me. Um, it feels more horror to me um, than Gyo did. I really like the way Gyo ended in the manga. I thought that was kind of kind of cool uh, and and like a a very somber kind of Etoian end, end, ending, <laughs> I guess you could say uh, for uh, for that work. So you know, I, I'm definitely open to. I, I definitely want to read Tomie next. Um, he does a thing about cats that apparently isn't a horror thing, and Ed Chavez swears to me that it's not a horror thing, but Junji Ito drawing cats still looks kind of scary to me, and I refuse to read it because, you know, like, cats that, like, kill people are are a a thing for me. I don't know. That and clowns can't do it. So, if he ever writes clown manga, I'm I'm out. I've heard that the cat manga isn't scary, it's just that Junji Ito still draws Junji Ito in it. Yeah. Which, the cover (laughs) looks creepy because it is this really well-drawn cat. Yeah. And it looks like it would, like, break out into, like, speech at any moment. It, it, it's like this... It, it's a cat, but it looks like this very intelligent cat. If I, if I was a cat manga person or looking for sort of a light thing with that, I might pick that up. I think that is in the... The complex runner here has a has a cat shelf or a cat display of manga or manga and comics. <laughs> wow. So like each, each end cat they have is a different theme. Like one's cats, one's Gekiga. Then there are a few others. Like I think it's like a biography one, Minnesota comics. There are Minnesota comics? I guess I kind of by local Minnesotans. I sense a, a future podcast of AGC on Minnesotan comics. I'll pick up here like five Please. or whatever. <laughs> I'm here for just, that. Just um, tell me how many times they say A. <laughs> we circle it in the book the entire book is covered in ink how did you guys feel about the the pacing across both the manga and the, the anime I felt like the manga did a better job of the pacing I did. I feel like the manga did a better job of pretty much everything but what, what do you guys think uh, so I'd say the movie pacing goes it's pretty breakneck unnecessarily with just weird slowdowns for them, someone to ex- for the doctor to explain things in the middle, and then it just kind of goes from like moment to moment without reason. And you can't set, and you can never settle in. Like in a horror film, even a comedy film, you want to slow down and settle in to to be, to be affected by that shift. But you can never, other than other than the circus scene, which is so deviant from the rest of the film. You can't. You, nothing else is going to shock you anymore. 
other than maybe like you know one of the scenes where a woman is brought into the tentacle monster and it it's fairly graphic in the film of how the ten of how the tubes go in yeah which i feel the manga did a better job of that where you you you, you understand that yes there's a anal penetration by a hose but it doesn't focus on that ever in the in the manga where the film mm. seems to enjoy yeah, that a little bit yeah, a little too much. Just the tubes act like the typical tentacles at one in one particular scene. I was like, really, really, you had to do that. Yeah, that was. Uh... But like in 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 the manga, there's blueprints that show like how the scientists have come to understand how you know the tubes work with the extraction of gas and all that, and it lays it out very scientifically, and you know it's like. Well, as scientifically as the skits. <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes, scientifically. Yes. It's science like uh, them is scientific. Yeah, it's 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 the explanation science. Yeah. Um, but to Vinny's point, like, I, I was wondering if that breakneck pacing that this film leverages so haphazardly um, is just to sort of wallop you over the head and not give you time to breathe, sort of, not so much emulate that feeling of being overwhelmed by this invasion, but just like, hey, we don't have the time to take the pacing to do an ambient horror, so we're just going to throw as much shit at you as possible and hope that it weirds you out enough. I feel like they made a deliberate choice to make a different type of horror film than the source material would have naturally fit into. Uh, and... Uh, can 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 we can we just talk about the doctor for a second? <laughs> because sure. the doctor is a pretty central character in the the manga. Um, here he's basically given zero time to do anything or say anything. We we don't even actually meet him until he he dies. Basically, we 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 get a video from him where he's like already doing you know mad science experiments and like cutting his arm off and and putting it in one of the little walker deals and you know doing all that stuff and then you know of course that's that's how uh you know mr boyfriend uh of the main character gets infected and, and then we find him all hooked up on a walker that the guy built and and we go through all that stuff and then like we don't see the doctor again until the very end where he comes sailing by on a hang glider uh version of the gyo like tentacle deal um so he you know we, we're, we're like a, a fish fart poo gas powered hang glider uh i'm not sure how the physics of that work but it's it's almost like a blimp part blimp part hang glider it's um, a blimp that launches the glider <laughs> oh that's yeah, right yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's not an escape pod yeah, yeah, the glider. The glider is his final form. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which was kind of amazing. Da Vinci esque design or something. I think that's corkscrew and. But in the movies, we don't even get the we don't even get the blimpy part. We just get him sailing by on the wee. I'm an undead hang gliding enthusiast. <laughs> wee, you know, and that's like and like right at the end of the movie. That's it's all we get, and it, it just it's just so weird, and I. I feel like how they handled the doctor is sort of a nice analogy for everything wrong with the film in, in general. <laughs> I, I will go on record and saying is something right with the film is the swapping out of the, the boyfriend and girlfriend roles. Yes. Yeah. 
they they literally turn yeah they turn the milk toast protagonist into uh the empowered female and it's like okay well there's that but they wasted that improvement not much else than that <laughs> they don't do a whole lot with that either i mean they yeah i think they the, the, same the gender stones. role reversal there helps establish some empathy i think um yeah, because there's none in the manga. You just want her to die. Yeah, like, like the 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 relationship in the manga is a very Junji Ito relationship, where like basically everybody in a Junji Ito manga ever is like twisted and screwed up, and you just like don't figure it out until the bad stuff starts happening and it starts making people like kind of reveal their true nature, and that's like a big theme to him, I think. But with with the 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 film. They have this very loving relationship. The boyfriend's in Tokyo. She's in Okinawa. He was going to come down, uh, but then, you know, we're attacked by evil Pugas fish, and we, we you know, the, the lovers are separated uh, until the later part of the film. Um, in the manga, they're together the, almost the whole time, and they're bickering all the time, and she can constantly smell this... Um, rotting corpse human rotting corpse smell that the that the gas sort of lets off it sort of drives her insane and and she's not made to be very likable but none of Ito's characters generally are made to be very likable the 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 protagonist is likable in that he has this single-minded devotion to his girlfriend who's going slowly mad which also doesn't work when it comes time to him for him to want to save her, like when she's this zombie-like, also true, yeah. atrophying corpse on top of biomechanical legs. It's like, no, I want to stay with you. No, why? Why? You have no reason to. <laughs> yeah. Zero. I I think the the swapping of the protagonist was a good thing, but it 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 didn't. It wasn't like it like created a ton of value in the movie. In a better film, with a better script, it would have been a good move. And maybe there again, maybe there is some better version that exists in some like script or storyboard or something out there that we could have had. Maybe this will be like Blade Runner, and we'll get a director's cut, and then in another twenty years, we'll get a final cut. Ooh, can we get an animatrix version where every other animator like comes together to give us a, a, a scene from Gyo Fish Attack? Hideaki Otto's Gyo Fish Attack. That'd be a cool Junji Ito thing. Like, everybody, you know, they did an anthology of his short stories. That would the, be the, cool. The manga includes two short stories at the end of it, actually. I don't. I remember reading them, and I think one of them was funny. It was the man under the center pillar of the house. It was just fairly allegorical. Oh. Yeah, I, I couldn't help but think of Yami Shibai when I read both of those because they felt like very short form horror. Like they felt like they'd fit perfectly in that in 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 that milieu, except that the the char- the main characters weren't just screwed over enough, which is sort of Yami Shibai's hallmark. But um, which going back to the idea of having different directors do Gyo, whose Gyo would you want to see? I think for me. I would love to see freaking uh, Masaki Yuasa's go. That would be amazing. You were in my yeah, head. Yeah, that would be the, the ideal. Or, <laughs> or someone like Anyang Choi or someone in that orbit. Yeah, that would be amazing. You know, I mean, it, you know screw it. I'm going to go say Sayuyamoto <laughs> so we can have some girls kicking monsters' ass. 
I'm going to go with Kazuo Koike because I don't see enough work from him in general. Amen to that. Amen to that. I think Yuasa would be particularly good for Ito because they're both surrealists. Like, mm. like Ito, Ito has Ito's a surrealist, sort of like MC Escher, kind of really stark lines, like like very very sharp contrast uh, in his work. Um, so it's a bit different from sort of the sublime nature of Yuasa and the way he kind of likes to throw color around. But I think that they would be oh that would be an awesome combination. Well, it's, it's complimentary, too, because in that scene you two were discussing earlier with the, the sentient gas and the faces sort of in pain and, and beckoning to people while, like, just exposed mm. and then in, in torment and when they're on fire. Um, like, could you imagine Yuasa doing that scene? Oh, God. Oh. Exactly for the reasons you just mentioned, the fluidity of color and uh, the animation and all that. Uh, that, would, that would be bloody perfect. Yeah. That's the perfect thing for him to just knock out of the ballpark. I think y'all's choices are very interesting, though. Koike, God, I please let's have some more Koike in the world. Just give us something. I mean, we, we can say he's working. He's he's, he's on that Lupin stuff now. He's on a second Lupin film, so mm. thank God. But I think it'll be, it'll be a very different action oriented film. But I, I forget who I was talking to the other day, but I, I was saying Redline is so underrated. That's because not enough people have watched Dead Leaves. <laughs> I'm going to drop something about Dead Leaves in each and every one of our podcasts until we actually release that podcast. Is, is, is there is there a hidden Dead Leaves podcast? Yeah, we 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 have it recorded. It's in the can. Subscribers only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's our Patreon thing, guys. You get Dead Leaves if we set up a Patreon. God help us. So, um, what else do we have to say about this film? This would be a great film to watch if you can get. If you can, the thing is, you can't, it's hard to get a copy of this film. It's decently expensive, or at least it was when it came out initially. It was like a forty dollars DVD, but sub only and no extras. Yeah, it still is. And it's it's not worth it. And I say this as someone who who bought this DVD, who bought this Anaplex DVD. I, it's worth it in appreciating the manga more. <laughs> yeah. I, I bought the DVD for our podcast, and let me tell you, I can't wait to one day give away my copy of Kyo as a prize for this podcast. Because... Subscriber, get this copy. Oh, my God. I mean, I've, I've, I've thrown money away before, but oh, God. My commitment to not pirate things is that strong, people. I will buy... $40 Antiplex DVD of Go, have it priority mail sent to me, and watch it so I don't have to pirate, damn it. That is my that is my commitment. But, oh god, some days. If you get like four or five people sitting around a few beers in, pop this in, it might be a good experience. No, because I watched this four or five beers in, and it was not a pleasurable experience. It's four or five beers with two or three people. I agree with uh, that. I, I think I think this would be the perfect double feature with Snakes on a Plane, if you're kind of trashed and if you've got a crowd of people watch it with you, because that would be a very fun time. This is a kind of bad we don't see anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost Starship Troopers kind of bad. Um, I, I, I enjoy Starship Troopers. I do too, but it's not a good movie. But I do. I don't enjoy this. This doesn't cross to that line of unintended entertaining. 
Yeah, there's bad movie, and then there's bad, <laughs> bad movie. Um, we actually have Twitter questions somehow um, for this. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and dive into those. Um, from our, our dear friend Chris at GoKufi, uh, co-host of the Taiku podcast, uh, Gyo Manga So Good, anime is nigh identical. Why does CG ruin good things? How can we stop Japan and their bad CD addiction? Um, I'm pretty sure that's like a joking question <laughs> because the anime is not nigh identical to the manga. <laughs> but uh, Vinny, how can we stop Japan and their bad CG addiction? To <laughs> ask you a loaded question. Oh, I, I, I believe it involves some sort of like halfway home or <laughs> some sort of like serious level of having every other nation's animators sit them down for intervention. Electroshock therapy. Every time they have the thought to use 3D CGI, just just amp up the voltage. And, and the thing is, like, UFO table or UFO table or whatever they're called. I like UFO table better. Let's call them UFO, UFO table, table from now on. UFO table. They've done good CG, and they were doing good CG around this time period. So this is their B team? This, well, yeah, you, you figure this is kind of after Fate Zero. Which looks great, far better than this yeah. theatrical film. That they, they just wasted resources on this, uh, wasted talent. Something is missing from this film. Intern's got to eat too, contract. man. Intern's got to eat and too. Question: Did they believe in this project that much? I don't think or so. Or were they paid that much? I don't know what the because and the director, someone who had who had worked with Satoshi Kon, and during his career. It has done other good things. I I would love to know the story of how this film got made. I think that would probably be more interesting than the film itself. On a bet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> a drunken bet. I'll give you 100 yen if you can make a Gyo film for 50 yen. Um <laughs> 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 uh. Just promise the animators experience. So, uh, <laughs> a related question from uh, from Trick the TM uh, on Twitter. Uh, w- so, what's scarier, the plot or the air quotes CG? I feel like if the plot was good, I could have forgiven bad CG. I have done that before. I will do it again. I am sure. Um, so, to me, my answer to that question is the plot. Uh, Vinny, how about you? No, I, I agree with you that if you, if you can do put bad, you can put bad CG in a good film, and I'll just kind of shrug it off and complain. But this the the, the plot is just a hot mess of a story. Yeah. It's nigh unfollowable. Whenever they try to give you a story, they kind of just throw it at you and then run away from it. Mm-hmm. I agree with both of you, but I will also add that none of this is scary in the slightest. There's even in the manga, which is so much better. It it's more entertaining than it is scary. Like, yeah. there's never this real sense of danger. There's just this snowballing weirdness that's so fun to take in. Like, you just want to see what they're gonna top themselves with next. I, la- I laughed out loud yeah. several times, prompting my wife to give me odd looks as she was in another part of the house, but but hearing me cackle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely worked for me more as a something of a of a scary movie style comedy than it did a 
a actual scary movie. I wish they would have like doubled down on the comedy aspect because if they had made it like uh, like intentionally tried to be funny with it, it would have probably been a really good film. Especially if it had a really bad English dub, that would be that would be really good. From somebody who's named at DM underscore AGC. Do we know that guy? I don't know. I don't know that guy. Never heard of him. Name rings a bell. This is a dungeon master. Oh, that's cool. Who'd be so geeky as to put that as their yeah. Twitter handle? It's like putting a, a type of a stat as your handle on Twitter. Is, is that that guy that you sometimes podcast with, Vinny, named Daigo? I think you would done a few episodes here and there. Yeah, it's been okay. a while. Um, all right. Well, he, he wrote in with a question. Um, alas, my only question I assume will be answered right away, which I think is an excellent uh, kind of capstone question, which is, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's Gyo, Tokyo Fish Attack. Vinny, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was Gyo? <laughs> um, it, is, it is a train wreck of a film. And it, it, for train wrecks, it, is a, it could be a, it is a glorious train wreck. No, no, there are a few anime worse than Gyo. Angels wept. For, for, for theatrical anime made in the 2000s, there is probably nothing worse. It's like they just didn't care. This is one of the films on Mystery Science Theater that breaks the crew. <laughs> it would be amazing if they actually did this film. Petition now. I mean, the, the only problem is there is nudity and so they have to... They have so much host segment in this film. I will gladly send them my copy of Go <laughs> to help them <laughs> to help them do the film. Help MST3K style. <laughs> I will offer up my my copy of Go as a sacrifice. Like it is a real tragedy. This has not made a worst anime panel, or like a bad anime bad, or one of those. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. This should this this should be lauded as a terrible piece of trash. Anaplex failed to to get this into the yeah. right hands. I wonder if uh, Daryl Surratt has this in anime's craziest deaths panel. He he frequently does because there's a couple of pretty good crazy deaths in here. I mean, death by shark that's on like biomechanical spider legs is a pretty damn crazy death. As deaths go, yeah. that right there is some great eighties eighties action death. Some it great really 80s is. Anime death. Oh man, this would this would have been such a good '80s anime movie with the with the double double feature with uh, Gogol Thirteen the Professional. Yeah, yeah, that would have made the CG look good. Pinnacles of Maybe. CG, pinnacles of CG <laughs> would have been amazing. Well, guys, closing thoughts. Any closing thoughts, Vinny? Uh, read the the manga's worth a read. I, I pick. I I don't regret picking that up. The, the anime is... It's disappointing of how hard it is to see. There, there's the problem with it. If, you can, if, I could, if I could send someone a Hulu link for this or a Netflix link, <laughs> I'd be happy to do it. <gasps> this would be a hell of a bad, dirty Santa gift to give people. It's just, sure. it's, but there's no secret Santa that puts a $40 cap on things. Yeah. If, this, if it was $5? Yeah, oh, absolutely, every year. <laughs> This would, I would just mail to people as a, as a prank. <laughs> Thank you, Anaplex. I would buy a case of them and just mail them to people when I'm angry at them or happy with them. You could buy like whole seasons of like actually decent shows for the price that you can have this 110 minute gym. If it's even that long, I think it, I think it's only an hour and 
maybe it's 70 minutes, but ugh, still. It's, it, I think, 70 minutes with credits. 70 minutes going on 300 years. Ink, final thoughts? Uh, check out the manga. It's, it's a lot of fun and uh, totally worthwhile. And coming from a guy who just hates manga, uh, who can't really accept a, a, a given pace, Ito does a wonderful job of pacing in that manga. Uh, so much to the point that like, I was turning pages slowly and quickly depending on his panel structure and his images. And it was a wonderful thing to feel for once because I was like, oh, wow, he's really in control of how I'm reading this. And then the movie just sort of shoves it down your throat and loses everything. Well, if you like Junji Ito's pacing, maybe you should read Uzumaki by Junji Ito. It's a really good uh, horror manga. I think that DM guy liked it, too. Excellent. He read it way back when Manga Next happened. Someone recommended it as a good horror manga. Yeah, that's really good. Like, that's a really good, that's a really, really good one. How about you, Jared? Yeah, I don't have anything to add other than uh, Fish Poo Gas, guys. Fish Poo Gas. I can say that all day long. Fish Poo Gas, Fish Poo Gas, Fish Poo Gas. I think I, I can't hear what, you're not saying words anymore. You're just saying weird sounds. He's just going... Just farting and spinning. Farting and spinning. I will say the evil black-hearted part of me did laugh out loud several times. Every time there was one of the the bloated green Shrek-looking poo gas zombies like farting from their mouth and their butt and like spinning in a circle <laughs> from the force of it, they were like a they were like a poo gas fish poo gas cyclone. That was that that made me laugh a lot. And then there was a scene in the manga which was like horrifying where like someone commits suicide uh, but because they've become one of these things and they're swinging and spinning around because they're like they're they're farting the the fish poo gas and I, I chuckled because I'm an evil person um, so yeah on that wonderful note uh, Vinny where can people find you on the interwebs uh, you can find me at allgeeksconsidered.com we do a fairly regular podcast uh, where, if you want to hear about Babylon Five, we've got most of that up by now. We still have a few more seasons to go, but we're in the good part. Love Bab Five. Such a good show. Though we're almost out of the good part, so it's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough run for the for the rest of the series. Savor it. I know we will. Ink, where can we find you on the interwebs? Uh, most recently on Crunchyroll.com, I've joined their features team, so uh, I'll be little features on uh, upcoming seasonal manga or seasonal manga, yeah, seasonal anime. Uh, I got two pieces up there right now about the new Kino's Journey, um, and I think that's all I'm writing for them this season. Also, the newest Otaku USA I have uh, features in there on Hellgirl and something else that's not coming to mind. Uh, oh, oh, that uh, cell phone anime, uh, Sukigakure. Maybe. Oh, yeah, Sukigakure. The one that made everybody cry not too long ago. Yeah, too long ago. yeah. Uh, so that's it. There, I'm uh, here on Anime Gamers uh, behind the three episode tests, which will probably be coming out not too long after this episode is published, and on FandomPost.com where my my 10 years later article on well Franz Kafka is a country doctor I forget the name of the animator right now just horrible uh, Koji uh, 
God damn it. Oh well. That's coming that's gone up for the second time. It was originally released because somebody thought I wrote it way too early and I did. So they posted it immediately instead of in December. Uh, and that's uh, oh you can also check out animated action uh, podcast. I did uh, uh, Samurai Jack season five uh, wrap up on there. Excellent. All over the place lately. Jared, where are you? Um, I am. Uh, I'll be uh, writing uh, some of those three episode tests on anagamers.com. Look forward to that. Uh, I am in the midst of a uh, piece that I'm going to be putting up on the the other site who has joint custody over me, which is Wave Motion Cannon. Uh, going to be talking about uh, Lotus War, uh, and that's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. And uh, I've got a couple. I'm I'm in the middle of writing uh, some posts for the Electrum Edition website trying to kind of build up a bit of a stockpile and, and just start publishing them and, and be ahead of myself for once. Uh, so look for some stuff on that, and that's that's more about gaming and RPGs and tabletop kind of stuff uh, coming up soon. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Save versus Jared. That's pretty much it for me. Uh yeah. <laughs> wet fight of a film. <laughs> Ugh, terrible. Uh, so for uh, Vinny, for Inc., and for myself, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you suffering through, uh, vicariously at least, uh, our discussion of Gyo, and look forward uh, to our podcast coming out uh, sometime next month on something that we'll figure out later. <laughs> Have a great night, and uh, take care. Later. Good night. Enjoy the fish farts.